Hello fellow earth people, my name is Natalia and this is another episode of Third Eye Sives! <laughs> um, oh my gosh guys, oh my gosh, well okay, I'm only saying that because it's five in the morning and I'm pretty tired and let's hope I don't throw out my throat again, again this is my first time speaking out loud, but we'll see, we'll see how this goes. How are you doing? How are you? I was listening to um, some episodes. I was listening to one episode yesterday, and I think I listened to another episode a few days ago. Uh, I can't stand hearing myself. I mean, I could listen to myself, but just certain things I say, I'm like, why? Like, why are you saying that? Or why did you say that? Um, and I also notice I repeat like like things a lot not topics or anything like that but like like that exactly like anything like that I say I said there was one episode where I said uh I I don't know what I said um it kind of reminded me of this video (laughs) it was like this cringe video that they were interviewing a, a hockey player I think it was a hockey player and he he just kept saying the same stuff over and over again but he kept saying and everything like that yeah you know and everything like that and then I was doing this and then I was going to the store and everything like that and then he kept saying it over and over again like to kind I guess because he was nervous and then like to fill up the space in the in the conversation but it sounded like I was doing that I mean I wasn't trying to fill up space in the conversation but like what I can't think of any other words um so that was kind of annoying so I'm gonna try not to do that um conscious talking is actually really hard guys it's it's pretty hard because you know you just talk how you've always talked and like if you just want to respond to something you just talk you don't really think about it first we have to think before we speak guys we have to think before we speak didn't our parents teach us teach us this when we were younger uh so anyways how are you doing how are you guys doing it is time for your weekly checkup have you been checking in on yourself do you guys check in on yourselves every day because i don't no um actually i do i do uh i make sure i i get certain things into my into my day also excuse any noise that is in the background my cat is like crazy today for some reason well, I mean, I th- I don't know. I feel like I just got her spayed last month. Um, well, a little less than a month ago, but almost a month. And, you know, you would think that that would calm down the cats. But I feel like it just made her crazier. Like, literally, she just got out of the litter box and now she's, like, running everywhere. Um, So, anyways, I, I check in with myself to make sure I do certain things in the day. And I think we're going to be talking a little bit, a little bit about that too today. Um, So yeah, are you guys checking in with yourselves? Or, I mean, if you can't do it every day, at least do it now with me. So, how are you, how are you taking care of yourself? Are you drinking water? Are you eating healthy? Are you eating healthy? Is that a thing that you do? What is considered healthy for you? Um, are you, are you going, hmm, I was gonna say, are you going to the doctor and the dentist for your checkups? Because that's a very important thing, guys. I haven't gone to those for years, 
and it's all it's all catching up it's all catching up guys so this is an important thing and it's so funny because you know you don't think so you're like man whatever like I'm I'm fine I don't need to go to the doctor and that was literally me for years and then now I'm at the point in my life where like I'm overdue for so much stuff that it can be dangerous I mean not completely dangerous but the whole like hives outbreak that I had um that you guys know about uh that was kind of like a it was like a waking up moment for like taking care of myself I guess I guess <laughs> um so yeah that's that's been stuff I've been doing recently but that is that is very much part of self-care so i drinking enough water every day every day there is an eight by eight rule you're supposed to drink eight eight ounce glasses of water per day at least but then I also heard that it depends on your body weight, but I think that's the, that's pretty much the standard. Um, so eight eight ounce glasses is basically four 16 ounce glasses, which is what I have. I have 16 ounce glasses. So if I just drink four of those a day, I think I'm good. I think I'll survive. Haku! Oh my god, she's crazy, guys. Um... So, are you drinking? Are you drinking that good enough? A good, a good amount enough. Good enough amount of water. There you go. Um, and then, are you eating healthy? Are you eating organic? I heard organic is like spiritual wise. Okay, so spiritual wise, um, I watched a lot of videos of people who are kind of up there on their spiritual journey, and they always talk about getting things organic there's this one guy i watched named ryan cropper i've been watching him for years um he went down to the point this was years ago that he did this that everything in his house was organic not food but like his clothes like he went very minimalist and he only had like four shirts i don't know if he still does this because i haven't really watched him too recently um but he had like four shirts four pants and all of them had to like were made out of organic cotton um all his food is organic. I, everything he practically buy, bought and his bed sheets, all of that were organic. And there's a complete reason for this. Um, and I think it has to do with the way energy runs. So I feel like if it's not organic fibers in the clothing or bed sheets, the energy might be constricted like your own energy might be constricted by the clothing and this might be that that actually might be true because when you look at the scientific um reasoning or not scientific reasoning but like scientific uh i guess reason reasoning i don't know i don't want to use that word it's not the right word i can't think of the word right now um but sorry, sorry. Um, the thing that uh, Hindu women wear, um, it, I, it's so a traditional sari, I believe. Um, I don't know if the the stitched saris are considered saris. So I, I, I don't know. I don't know if there's a sari and then there's another type, kind of like kimono and uh, yukata. I thought that those were two thing, two, two in the same. Like I thought they were the same thing um because you always hear of kimono but you don't really hear of yukata um unless you study japanese culture and stuff like that see and stuff like that 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 i need to stop saying um (laughs) but
but um so if you study that then you know that there is something called yukata and it looks like kimono kind of um but it's more casual uh than kimono i think kimono is more traditional um and for like dressy dressy events i guess or going to temple um i think you wear yukata to temple i think you wear both i honestly i don't know um so anyway, sorry. So sorry is like a nine, nine foot cloth, like thick, long, like scarf cloth that you just wrap around your body, basically. And it's unstitched. And the reasoning for this is because stitching actually constrains um, the energy that flows through your body. And then it's like, it's tied in certain places because like it all has to do with the energy in your body and like your health basically like there's a scientific method to it or whatever um so i feel like that could very much um be a thing like you know with uh clothing constricting constricting the energy um so yeah anyways i actually forgot what i was talking about <laughs> don't judge me guys it's look 525 um so anyways what we're going to be talking about today is uh cultivating a spiritual practice i've been wanting to do this episode for a little bit um just because you know it's i'm getting i'm very recently getting back into routine um and i know a lot of people I've had people reach out to me asking how they can start on their journey. Um, and I guess, I, like, actually diving into it, um, you know, I think cultivating cultivating a spiritual practice is essential, guys. Especially if you're trying to, you know, evolve spiritually. But, like, a lot. Not, like, a, like a lot. Like, ugh, I don't know how to... I guess so. Yeah, I guess so. A lot. Like, okay, so there's the difference between, like, people who just want, like, I don't want to say people who just want to be spiritual, um, but people who are interested in spiritual things. Okay, let's say that. People who are interested in spiritual things. Um, I don't even, what the heck is considered a spiritual thing? I hate labeling things spiritual, because what the heck is that? Um, so, like, I guess crystals, astronomy... I mean, astron- astrology, <laughs> astronomy, astrology, um, what else, tarot, uh, tarot, I don't know, what, what, whatever else people, things you people do, I <laughs> know you people, um, I don't know, that's just what I, I feel is mainstream, uh, plants, I don't know, plants, plants are pretty spiritual, um, so, anyways, there's there's the people who are interested in sp- spiritual things, and then there's actually people who want to attain self-realization um, through spiritual practices. So, cultivating a spiritual practice is very good for self-realization, to attain self-realization. Um, what is self-realization? <laughs> Before we get into anything, what is that? self-realization let's define it on google realizing the self no that's not what it says that's just what i'm guessing self-realization realizing the self realizing the self is one with everything 
<laughs> I don't know. Self-realization. Fulfillment of one's own potential. Oh, I guess. Self-realization is defined in Eastern religions as a solid understanding of oneself. Someone who has reached self-realization has a sense of unity with God and has divine potential. A purpose who has a person who has a self who has a self-realization is considered the gateway to eternal happiness. What is this, the difference between self-realization and self-actualization? Mm, that's a good question, guys. In psychology, self-actualization means a man's... Why does it have to be a man? <laughs> means a person's aspiration to achieve goals and fulfill their potential. Self-realization, on the other hand, is to know oneself. The point is both these terms mean the goal and motivation that drives us. Self-actualization means a person's aspiration to achieve goals and fulfill his potential. I guess. I don't I don't like definitions, guys. This is we need to get rid of definitions. And then once we get rid of definitions, we can get rid of the entire human language. And then we could just make sounds and telepathically communicate. So, getting right into this episode, I hope you guys are well. Um, thank you for tuning in. If you've never heard this podcast before, this is a podcast where we're trying to attain self-actualization, self-realization, okay, guys? So, that is pursue, uh, <laughs> I forgot what it was already, <laughs> um, uh, realizing, fulfilling one's potential and goals and also, um, realizing its unity with god and divine presence i guess so thank you so much for listening and let's jump right in okay so first well well, first and foremost i do a weekly card reading um i actually wasn't gonna pull a card today so sometimes i don't pull cards i wasn't gonna do a reading but i decided to do it anyways um and the card that I pulled while well, I'm pulling from the Universe Has Your Back deck, as probably always, um, by Gabrielle Bernstein. And I just love this deck so much. So the card that I pulled says, and it's these two little owls and they look like they're sleeping when it's nighttime, which doesn't make sense. Um, <laughs> but they're cute anyways. And it says, when I lean on the faith of the Universe... Peace becomes real. When I lean on the faith of the universe, peace becomes real. This is so true, guys. When I lean on the faith of the universe, peace becomes real. People feel like peace is not attainable. Like, oh my gosh, look at the country the way it is now. How will we ever blah, 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 blah. If you lean on the faith of the universe, the universe has a natural way of balancing things out. If this if the entire world was unbalanced then the world would balance it because that's just what the world does that's the nature of things right it's the beauty of things um it's like in the Tao, they say when the people become uh what's the exact word when the people become um crazy basically when the people become crazy i wish i i don't even know what verse it is when the people okay i don't know let me see i just want to see if i freaking find it 
Yeah, I don't know. Okay, so basically, it's like when the people become crazy, um, then royal ministers will appear. And it's basically just saying when when one when one thing happens, the other will come to balance it out. I still can't find it. So So that's that. Okay. <laughs> I was trying to find the exact one. Um basically though, that and that and that's the beauty of the Tao. That that's basically what the Tao Day Ching is. It's saying it's it's bringing to you the bringing the attention to you that there is some sort of balancing nature to things and that's why we're we're in such a a dualistic type of reality so when when things when things get bad there's always going to be something to balance it out whether you realize it or not and I feel like that's what this is saying. When I lean on the faith of the universe, peace becomes real. So if we're so concerned about, you know, this and that and oh my gosh and what are we going to do now and all of this crazy stuff, you're obviously having no faith in the universe. And this is why I can't, I can't like, I can't understand. And I guess I could understand because a lot of people's devotion I don't really want to say devotion but devotion or mindset or reality you know they say that they they fully trust the universe or they you know they trust that this like they trust the Tao and they trust the balancing nature of things but then they still worry about these things which means deep down they don't truly have that faith to my understanding because if you truly had faith in the universe you wouldn't really worry about too much whatever is going to happen is going to happen and i have faith in the universe that whatever will happen is meant to happen and i don't know that's just how i feel so anyways the universe has a way of balancing things out so peace Peace is completely real. Peace beca- It says peace becomes real when I lean on the faith of the universe, which means peace was never real for you unless you put your faith in the universe. Peace exists. Peace exists as much as... What's the opposite of peace? Dis- destruction? Peace? Disruptiveness? <laughs> That's the only thing I can think of. Um, that equally exists as well. So it's not a matter of peace becoming real it is real it's just it becoming real in your reality because you're allowing it to be if you don't allow peace to be real in your reality then it's never gonna be real in your reality you're not gonna see anything as peaceful you're not gonna see peace ever being attainable or achievable and you can have some problems on the way no i'm joking um but yeah you're not you're not gonna you're not gonna see the true value in things you might just see it as a, a detriment, whatever that means. Okay, so that was the card, guys. That was the card. So today, now, we're going to be getting into cultivating a spiritual practice. Now, why do I say cultivating a spiritual practice? So like I had said before uh, about, you know, I feel like it's a really great tool for people who are actually trying to 
attain self-realization or actualization whatever the word is whatever the word is attain god godly consciousness uh so well this is now when i talk about spiritual practice i guess we can talk about sadhana because that's what we're we're going to be talking about but i also want to talk about um well i want to talk about like daily sadhana like your your routine um but i also just want to talk about spiritual practice in general so first we'll talk about spiritual practice in general and then we can move on to sadhana so i think and before i even and this is what i'm going to be talking about um before i even cultivated a sadhana for myself um i was still doing spiritual practice but it wasn't in a daily routine type of way so for beginning how I started into spiritual practice is constantly learning. This is absolutely spiritual practice, I believe. Depending on what route you might take, because you know, now that I'm thinking about it, I f- I feel like I've always addressed you guys as if you were practicing multiple spiritual paths. So, like me, that's what I do. I practice multiple spiritual paths paths i practice hinduism i practice taoism i practice buddhism um and i think i feel like that's really it maybe other practices that i do can fit into uh i don't know maybe some other things that i don't really know taoism um maybe shintoism shintoism uh, if you don't know what Shintoism is, it's Japanese uh, spiritual practice or religion, I guess you can say. But it's more based around spirits, like forest spirits, which is really cool. Uh, <laughs> um, I actually, you know, I, I might I might look into that, but too much. Th- that's for later, guys. Maybe when I move to Japan, uh, I'll, I'll start studying Shintoism. And probably Zen. Okay, so there's many different sects of Buddhism. There's many different sects of everything, really. Um, so my my main uh, path of Buddhism is probably Zen Buddhism. Um, so anyways, those are kind of a bit of my paths. Um, but I don't really take into consideration that maybe somebody's just practicing Buddhism. Or maybe somebody's just practicing Taoism. Or maybe somebody's just practicing Hinduism. So depending on whatever path, you are following then that depends on your spiritual practice um and your sadhana so again depending on your practice um this would be this would like what you study and what you read and what you you look into is going to differ from other people so part of your spiritual practice would be i say study like study but it doesn't have to be study where you're, you know, sitting there writing notes and all that, but definitely reading. Reading, okay, so my journey kind of started with YouTube. Um, it was more visually entertaining and to kind of grab my attention and um, kind of entertain me with it for a little bit so that I can grab, like, my own interest can latch on and then I could just want to keep diving further, whether it's a video, a book, or somebody talking to me. So, also at the time when I first started, I was talking to a lot of people about it and doing a lot of research too. So, definitely YouTube was my best friend. I just had somebody reach out to me asking me uh, book recommendations. And I, I gave her some book recommendations. I didn't really have too many. 
just because I didn't like for beginners I don't know I, I didn't read much in the beginning of my path I don't think um I did but they were they were like crystal books and actually now that I'm looking at it I have this book called the good energy book and it's kind of to tell you how to create good energy in your space and in your life um so that was actually a book that I wow I can't believe I even still have that book now that I see it that's crazy that was actually one of the first books I read um starting starting uh the journey that I'm on now I was always kind of on the journey and I always I I started with Buddhism guys Buddhism was my first uh eastern spiritual spirituality path I guess I guess you could say um and yeah so I was reading a lot of uh intro to Buddhism books at the time so anyways YouTube was my best friend guys if you are just starting out YouTube is your best friend so cultivating a spiritual practice study so i say watch videos when it comes to that uh watch videos about the topics that you want to learn how people of that spiritual practice are are practicing what do they do what are the the common traditions of them um learn about people who are already doing it see what they're doing uh learn the main core beliefs of whatever it is you're trying to follow like actually know what it is you're following you know a lot of people be like oh like I'm spiritual whatever but a lot of people don't know what the spiritual path consists of they don't know what is actually like what they're getting into basically a lot of people do not know what they're getting into um I didn't know what I was getting into I didn't care what I was getting into I just knew that it was my truth I knew it was well I I knew it was my truth. Like, that's all I can say. It's, it's, it res everything that I've probably ever learned. Not that I ever, ever learned. That doesn't really make sense. But everything that I ever studied and actually went forth with um, when it came to spiritual learning and practice uh, resonated me, resonated with me on an extremely deep level where it felt like my truth. It felt like I was the one who created these truths and I'm just relearning it. Uh, That's how deep it resonated with me. So anyways, getting back to that. So definitely studying and practicing, knowing what you are talking about, knowing what you're getting yourself into. Uh, And then knowing the practices, knowing the beliefs, knowing... uh, just knowing pretty much everything, not everything, but the basis of it, the the basis of where you can say, I am a Buddhist or I am a Hindu. I believe this and I believe that and this considers me a Hindu. And if you were to talk to Hindus, they'd be like, oh, well, what do you believe in? And then you tell them and then you'd be like, oh, yeah, you're a Hindu or any something like that. I, I mean, it doesn't have to be extremely, you know, point, period, direct like that, but y- you get the idea. So, definitely studying and practicing my cat loves to go on my altar (laughs) um and okay so studying and yeah studying studying and studying (laughs) next practicing practicing what you preach guys practicing what you preach um this is this is kind of what we go into you know spiritual practice right practicing what you learn so once you actually learn what it is that you want to follow, what it is you want to do, I would suggest looking into how to start 
practicing whatever it is so be it buddhism hinduism um jainism sikhism uh anything taoism what's another shintoism uh, i'm trying to think of another chinese one i i know there's like i guess buddhism yeah i guess buddhism um or it could even be i mean we, we mostly talk about eastern spirituality and philosophy here if you if you're looking to you're in the wrong place if you're looking to to become a christian or a catholic because honestly i have i have no no advice for you guys it's just i've done i don't i never read the bible well i've read okay no i've never read the bible i've learned about it though there's um a youtube channel called the bible project i believe and it basically goes through there's the old testament the new testament it goes through both the books like the all each and every single chapter like the stories and i've read probably i've learned about probably the first five chapters of the old testament but that's all i know guys um (laughs) and i don't know how to be a christian i guess just believe in god and uh do the ten commandments or is that what it is the ten commandments i think so yeah like don't steal don't lie don't cheat all that stuff all that good stuff um if you guys are interested in, i mean i'll do an episode on it but i mean only if you guys want me to i won't do it by choice but if if somebody dms me if somebody dms me asking me to do an episode on christianity or catholicism i just might i just might guys just so we could talk about it so anyways putting into practice what you are learning so i would suggest looking into how to begin practicing whatever it is uh and i mean it really depends on the practice on what you can do so practicing uh i wouldn't say go into advanced stuff um very like look into the basics so when you when you move on from studying and stuff definitely read books okay so start off with intro books when i first start like first first started on my own kind of spiritual path when it came to buddhism this was when i was uh i was in i was gonna say fifth grade oh my gosh i was like eight in fifth grade i don't even know was i eight no i was like nine or ten I think it was nine or ten in fifth grade um no i did not start my spiritual path that well not really um i really really started like probably man eighth grade there you go eighth grade eighth grade uh before then i don't know it was weird it, it mostly started i don't know why it started in eighth grade but um i was very into zen I learned I learned of Zen. I just learned what like I didn't learn what it was, but I I had just heard Zen, and it was from I actually heard it from that '70s show by Stephen Hyde, and he was trying to teach Jackie how to be Zen. I don't know if you guys seen that episode, and I was obsessed with that '70s show at the time. I was in eighth grade, and I watched every single episode, and I just I love Stephen Hyde so much. Like he loves Zeppelin. I love Zeppelin. I feel like. I I love Zeppelin because he loves Zeppelin. Um, I think, yeah, I think that's what happened. Uh, 
and he was just the coolest person ever like he was literally the person i wanted to be like i saw him and i was like this is who i want to be <laughs> so i wanted to do everything he did if he was like i practice zen or i study zen then i'm gonna practice and study zen right so that's that's what that was i looked and i was like what is zen what is this and i learned about zen buddhism and meditation so i had my grandmother buy me oh my gosh sorry my cat was about to like knock over a glass of water <laughs> so i had my grandmother gave me all these books and barnes and nobles it was like intro to buddhism it was a uh, zen for dummies it was like all these books and that's what actually started started actually started my journey where i'm learning about it so intro intro books are great intro videos um and intro books to whatever it is you want to practice i highly recommend and then of course intro books and then practicing a lot of the intro books are going to have intro practices i suggest go with those and then kind of work your way into more and when you start on the path more opportunities are going to come to you so if you're just starting and you just have these starter practices and of course you have your own interest in the topic so you're going to keep doing your own research because you want to and then you're going to come along practices that are a little bit more advanced than the beginner ones and then you start working your way on your own into actually cultivating your own practice like your full practice so i recommend starting with intro stuff um and then kind of working your way in there so getting into that i think we can start getting into sadhana so sadhana sadhana i don't know if sadhana is spiritual practice but i don't know if it if it's considered a daily spiritual practice like if that's the definition if it's daily let me see sadhana definition what the heck is in sanskrit dang it eh translate sadhana to english meditation that's the english definition uh sadhana sadhana literally means method methodical how do is that how you say that it's method and then ethical method methodical this see i don't think that's the word methodical i want to say methodic methodical methodical i want to say methodical but this sounds so weird okay but you know what i mean literally means methodical discipline to attain desired knowledge or goal okay so sadhana means discipline that that's that's my understanding of it sadhana is also done for attaining detachment from worldly things which can be a goal of a sadhu i want to be a sadhu guys <laughs> what is sadhana practice sadhana is a sanskrit word that means a daily spiritual practice it's the foundation for your personal individual effort to communicate with the divine inside of you and all around you it is the main tool you use to work on yourself to achieve your purpose in life oh my haku i didn't mean to do that but you're crazy 40 days sauna practice dang well i mean every day so 40 days isn't really anything okay a, me- a method discipline of attaining desired knowledge or goal or it could be a uh, daily spiritual practice so getting into sauna i was actually looking before i started this uh episode on different saunas that we can what are you what are you doing get down she like wants to come and be pet and then attack me sadhana what did i look up easy oh i looked up easy sadhana okay so these are actually really simple guys um 
but it's it's that daily practice so if you are actually trying to cultivate sana if you're actually trying to cultivate a spiritual practice i highly suggest daily spiritual practice at the same time in a small like a small little routine that you can kind of lean on every day and it will bring you into more alignment with your personal journey your spiritual journey and with unity so i'm gonna kind of go through my my sauna um and suggest suggest a sauna for well not suggest a sauna for you but easy sauna and then i'll read what um i'll read what i see on the internet so for my sauna i'll kind of go through um i went through it in past episodes of the one i had when i was in my apartment but um i'll go through my sauna now it's not very consistent when it comes to time but it's definitely the same routine i don't listen to me i highly suggest do it at the same time my only problem is waking up early and i've been having a problem with that for the past few couple months so the whole time thing i have if you can wake up consistently early in the morning then please do that i woke up early this morning at the time of my alarm i did not wake up yesterday i woke up the day before yesterday though it's very inconsistent for me but i'm i'm working on it it's me cultivating my own personal power and trying to get that discipline in so sana is discipline it's disciplining yourself and that is actually a main theme in spirituality is discipline 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 so this is mine so i get up right i wake up um and i have to stand up immediately because i'm i'm gonna fall back asleep i'll get something to drink i'll get water i'll basically just get water um i'm not gonna get anything else to drink warm water i suggest because it kind of gets your system moving too and especially if you wake up early so before before i get into that the time that you should wake up so i wake up at five um i've been starting to wake up at 4 45 now but between 4 a.m and 6 a.m uh is highly suggested in yogic sauna yogi tradition um that this time period four to six is actually a very auspicious time and the best time to do sauna or spiritual practice um just because of the there's a certain stillness and quietness uh to the atmosphere and everybody's kind of awake so the energy's very still it's not very chaotic and it's very easy to concentrate um five 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 as soon as i say that so uh highly suggested to wake up between four and six a.m to start your practice so i wake up at five um and i'll get something to drink warm water not hot water but room temperature water then then what else okay what do i do oh i get i get a caffeine drink so right now it's kind of weird because i'm trying to go based off of my doshas if uh, doshas is a practice um not a practice but it's something you learn in ayurveda ayurveda is an ancient healing uh and like a healing practice i guess uh in india um it's very old i'll do a whole episode on it but anyways i kind of go i kind of do my routine based off of my my dosha 
uh, which is Tridosha, I believe. I believe I'm getting consult. I'm getting consultation from a, a certified Ayurvedic practitioner actually today. Uh, and she's going to do, so I did like intake paper and then she's going to do another evaluation on me today and then I'll get my results afterwards. So, but from the test that I've taken, cause you can take tests online, like what is my dosha? Um, and I kept getting tri dosha. So I, I'm kind of doing a, a daily routine off of that. And it says to drink something with caffeine. Um, it could be a cup of coffee or tea. And then, but this is, you have to do this before a certain time. And then, then I'll go into asana practice. So I'll drink something. And then uh, I, I kind of have to wake myself up first because I can't really, can't really do anything when I just first wake up. Like I'm, the only thing I'm thinking about is going back to sleep. So I have to get something to drink. And I usually put on a video to start stimulating my mind. So usually it's a lecture uh, by a guru or uh a swami and it's just him talking about like i don't know god something but it's, whatever it is it ha- it's it's something that you know i'm gonna be learning from um but also calms me and brings me into that space so that's the first thing i do i grab something to drink and then i put something on and i start watching it and then once i once i realize that i'm you know drinking um i'm like okay i think i'm a, a little awake now then i read so i have i'm right now i'm reading what is it it's so funny that I'm actually, I think I put it, okay, well, it's not here, but it's actually called cultivating a spiritual practice, okay, I can't find it right now, <laughs> um, it's actually called, well, I don't, call it, I don't, I, entering the sacred space, something like that, <laughs> I'm just trying to guess, honestly. I don't know what it's called. It's like something about sacred space, or I don't know. But it's it's about cultivating uh, a spiritual practice and uh, cultivating a daily spiritual practice, which is so funny. It's so funny we're talking about this. Uh, so, oh no, cultivating a, a spiritual life or something like that. How to create a spiritual life for yourself or something like that. I don't know. Um, and it's basically just going through certain principles. I'm not ha- I'm not even halfway through yet, um, but I'm half. I'm in the half point of the beginning half. So, so what a quarter? I've got a quarter done. Yeah, there you go. Got, got math up in here. No, I'm joking. Oh my gosh, um, I make myself laugh. Do I make you guys laugh? I honestly don't know. Um, so yeah. Anyways, I read a chapter a day at least. At least so it's I, I want to say I read more um so that's why I say I read a chapter at least because if I have time later on the day that I'm gonna read um but I have such a busy schedule so anyways I read a chapter and then by the time I'm done usually I have to work depending on how usually I have to work I don't know why but I do. I think my, I just, whatever I do takes longer. I honestly don't know what I do. I think I just like clean up my room a little bit, like just to get my body like and mind right. I just start picking up my room um, and I'm still drinking. I'm listening to something um, and then I read for a little bit and then I'm like, okay, I'm up. And then I have to work for a little bit on my laptop uh, and then I get into asana practice. So I work for a little bit and then I do an an hour of asana practice uh at most an hour because 
usually when I work in the morning, I have to work like an hour later. So I only have like an hour gap to practice asana. Uh, my, my work schedule is very odd, guys. So I work for a little bit, then I jump into almost an hour of asana practice. It, my practice ranges between a half hour to an hour, depending on the amount of time I have that day. So if I have the hour, I will absolutely do the hour. But if not, I'll do a half hour. And so, yeah, I'll do asana practice. And then once I'm done, I'll jump right back into work real quick. And then uh, as I do that, then I'm officially awake and I go and make food. So I make food. And then usually as I'm making food, I'm listening to something, uh, usually a lecture or just somebody teaching me something. And then... I eat my food, I'm either still listening to it or I'll grab my book again and I'll start reading while I'm eating or I'm listening to something. Uh, I wouldn't suggest doing this, guys. Mindful eating is so important. I know it's bad. I listen to something, I play with my phone or I read while I'm eating. I feel like everybody does this. Mindful eating, guys. Doing one task at a time. Just eating and focusing on what you are eating, how you're eating it, what it tastes like, what it feels like. This is mindful eating and a very big meditation practice that you can do while you're eating food. This is meditation. So I highly suggest mindful eating. This is a practice that was emphasized to me through The Way of the Peaceful Warrior, which is a wonderful book I highly recommend to anybody. It's called The Way of the Peaceful Warrior by Dan Millman. And it was very emphasized in a certain uh, part of the book that I had already known about mindful eating, but that book kind of just put an emphasis on it for me. So I try to, I try to mindfully eat um, as much as possible, guys, but do this. Don't, don't, don't listen to me. But anyways, so that's what I do. Uh, and then once I'm done eating, wash all my dishes, I go out to my garden and just check on my plants. Um, I, I've been, do- before I've been doing a lot of garden work. Now it's kind of easy because I, I set them up for the, the cold weather. It's going to start getting cold. It has been starting to get cold. So, uh, I got like this little greenhouse thing for it. Um, but usually I just check on the plants, uh, see, make sure there's no little bugs eating them because there have been uh and watering them just caring for them tending to them and then I'll go back in and then then honestly that's pretty much the end well I think that's the end of that and then I'll go back in and then I'll just go I think I'll just start to work then usually by that time it's usually like 12 to 1 And then depending on if I have a meeting that day, usually I have to get ready. Uh, I'll just jump in the shower and get dressed and I'll leave. Or either way, I'll just get in the shower and then I'll start working it from home. So that's kind of the end of my morning routine. Um, It's not, I haven't been, I have been chanting, but it's more in the evening. So my old morning routine I would wake up and I would automatically just go to my altar and start chanting and uh, doing meditation and then I would do my asana practice and then I would come back. Um, well, depending on if I, if I was studying asanas in a studio or at home, but as soon as I wake up, I would jump into chanting and then 
I would do yoga either at home or I'd leave to the yoga studio. And then when I come back or if I'm finished with asana practice, then jump in the shower, make food, and then... I don't know my... Uh, it's so hard to say, but anyways, getting into getting into having your own, um, I what I suggest to have is meditation in there always to have learning. So I feel like key components are learning and studying, meditation, contemplation, contemplation, meditation, and uh, to I mean meditation. Okay, contemplation. Okay, we'll put them both on there. Uh, you don't have to chant, but if you like chanting, then by all means chant. I actually, w- okay, so I'm gonna link this bhakti sangha, which goes uh, sangha. If you don't know what that means, it means spiritual community. So people that you share like-minded interests with, or you know, spiritual practices with. So I'm in a bhakti sangha, and the the talker, the speaker, was talking about. Um, Man, what was, what was he talking about? Okay, never mind. I I hate losing my train of thought because I absolutely forgot what the heck I was talking about. Um, chanting. Oh, okay, there we go. Mantras. So, certain... So, he played a video and then the video was saying how certain mantras you can't chant without doing harm if you don't do it the right way or get initiated and somebody else had a quite like somebody asked a question like i've heard saying they've heard that before that they can't do certain mantras without getting initiated by a guru and i also heard the same thing um kind of not really i heard that mantras are sacred and you shouldn't share them with people who don't have common interests or interest in enchanting mantras because their negative energy or like doubtfulness towards it will latch on to your practice or latch on to your chanting experience i guess um so anyways you can chant if you want to uh you don't have to uh but definitely meditation contemplation studying and some type some type of um i want to say devotional practice so mine is chanting and then praying i chant and pray um, at my altar and i fix my altar so if you guys want to do that if you want to set up an altar for yourself or it doesn't have to be crazy i i like mine's crazy just because that's how i feel about god (laughs) and the universe and spirituality so i have a really big altar but yours does not have to be like that at all um, it could be like a small little end table or it could be a little corner of your room um, that you kind of just keep all your little sacred stuff. It could be your crystals, your books, uh, if you have like little Buddhas or deities, whatever it is, um, you can put it in that area and then you can make it, make sure it's a space you can like sit in front of and kind of hang out in front of because uh, this is going to be your sacred space and then you come to this every day and depending on which type of routine you want to go with, Uh, in which order, however order you want to do it, I highly suggest meditation, contemplation. When contemplation, I mean is uh, contemplating on the divine, thinking about 
the divine essence, thinking about source, thinking about the universe, thinking about your connection to the universe, thinking about your connection to everything around you, to nature, to other people, to God. Think about all the experiences that you've had that you would consider a spiritual experience. Um, Or if you are devoted, just bask in your devotion. Think about how devoted you are to the divine. Um, Look at whatever, if you have pictures, you can print out pictures. That's what I did in the beginning. Um, I have some already printed out pictures now, but uh, you can print out pictures of your favorite deities, of whoever you'd like to have on your altar, and just think about them, look at them, um, clean the frame up, just acts of pure loving devotion to whatever it is that you're doing at the moment. And then studying, read some books, reading some books on whatever it is you want to practice, journaling, absolutely, journal, uh, write whatever it is, however you feel, um, again, chanting, if you have malas, japa malas, uh, and then asana practice, if you practice yoga, if you practice asanas, then go into your asana practice, meditation, go into meditation, uh, pranayama, if you do pranayama, however order you feel is best so asana practice so sadhana is said or puja puja is kind of like um a daily ritual for it's like a daily hindu ritual it's basically like sadhana but puja is like this whole step it's kind of like methods or like a whole process that you go through in the morning uh i don't know if it has to be morning i think i Maybe pujas in the morning and then aratis in the evening. Or it could be, I think, or they're interchangeable words. I'm not too sure. I'm not too sure about that. But it's basically this methodical, if you want to say, um, thing, process that you do. And you have to, like, praise the deities, clean, like, the little figurines of them, um, chant certain mantras, pray uh it's a whole it's a whole thing so they say that you have to be clean before you do this because you have to wash away all of your impurities so if you if you want to do this then the first thing you want to do in the morning is take a shower so as soon as you wake up get in the shower get clean wipe all that crap off and then you can jump into your sauna and it can be they also say to do this before asana practice too it never really made any sense to me to shower before i'm gonna do yoga because i'm gonna sweat during yoga and then i'm gonna be dirty again um but i understand it from going into asana practice because for me asana practice is spiritual practice is spiritual devotion a lot of people don't see yoga this way if they go to yoga studio oh, they're just trying to get a workout and stuff but i've always saw it as uh, a spiritual practice or um a form of prayer because that's really what it is so if you want to take a shower first get into that and then and then uh yeah so Shower first, then getting into it. Asana practice, pranayama, meditation. I also heard pranayama, you're supposed to shower before. All of this, they always say shower before just to get the impurities off of you and to come and sit at the divine's feet uh, nice and clean and pure in your best clothes. Or I don't know if it has to be your best clothes, but clean clothes. Um, 
and just ready to serve so these are uh i just looked up easy sadhana practice on google you could look this up too there's a whole bunch of links actually but this one is called 10 ways to start a personal sadhana practice by kirsty gallinger so number one is sadhana i mean sadhana oh my gosh asana it says three to 12 simple rounds of sun salutations will set you up for your day like never before. And I've also heard this too to do, um, but I heard 108, I mean, depending, I guess 108 is a lot for a lot of people, but uh, sun salutations definitely at least, even if you don't want to do uh, like full on asana practice, like full on yoga flow for an hour, you just do sun salutations. Um meditation meditation is number two sit simple breath three journaling four commune with nature go for a walk or for fresh air so for me that's gardening five affirmations you can journal these as well or you can just say them out loud have a certain time where you you know practice affirmations in the mirror morning intention set an intention for the day you can do this as soon as you wake up Uh, pranayama gratitude journal it's also journaling be creative, do something, you can write, uh, paint something, um, sing, dance, whatever it is, uh, be present, be present, that's the last one, next, uh, next link, (laughs) five simple tips, oh, five simple tips to start your practice, find out what motivates you, Understand that comfort is the key to harmony. Determine when you should start your sadhana practice. So this is like time periods. This is because... Okay, wait. It's recommended to start sadhana during the first days of the new moon. Additionally, it's important that you practice before sunrise. This is because the periods of time from 4 to 7 a.m. and from 4 to 7 p.m. are the, m- are the most difficult. What? This is because of period okay these are called the twilight zones at 4 a.m and at 4 p.m the sun touches the earth at an angle of 60 degrees affecting your latitude and longitude within these hours every person has to be himself self-sufficient self-controlling and self-unifying if you can control yourself during what if you can control yourself during these four hours in the morning and in the evening you will never be unsuccessful unsatisfied and unhappy everything in our life has its exact time and place what the heck that sounds crazy so the four hours in the morning so four to seven a.m and four to seven p.m are the most difficult times Uh, they're just the most difficult times it doesn't even say periods of time that are the most difficult to practice i guess that sounds crazy so then you're training your mind in the most difficult times that sounds crazy guys okay i maybe you guys could do that uh be grateful pay close attention to your diet that's actually really important um non non-violent diet guys non-violent diet how do you expect to get anywhere really if you're still consuming uh, a diet that involves violence and this could actually go through a lot because also vegetarianism is pretty pretty violent uh, even picking a fruit off of a tree, guys. Even picking fruit off of a tree. Uh, 
Okay, so maybe there aren't that many links. Or right, how to start? Maybe this one. How to start a sauna practice? It's a, okay. So here we go. It says do a few things to pur- purify your body and mind. Um, so it says move your body, sweat, eat an alkaline plant-based diet, eliminate alcohol, recreational drugs, and practice kundalini energy. Kundalini, I mean kundalini yoga. So I've heard a bit about kundalini yoga from my teacher, and I wouldn't suggest doing kundalini yoga, but if you want to, you can. Uh, create a sacred space. That's what I said about the altar. Just create a little certain area you can go to. Get ready before sunrise. For thousands of years, yogis have been getting up before sunrise to do their sadhana because the time of day is considered to be sacred and infused with a sense of stillness and quietude. The person who, the guru who wrote this or whatever, suggests taking a cold shower as soon as you wake up to cleanse yourself, improve your circulation, and become alert. Then next, it says do yoga. So this could be your sun salutations. Next would be meditate, and I heard this a lot too. Right after asana practice, okay, so I've heard this. Right after asana, right, you're, you're very active, so your mind is active. You're going to want to go into chanting. So since chanting is still kind of an active thing, um, but it puts you in a meditative state. Also, asana does too, but you're still kind of awake when you get out of asana practice. So practicing asana, yoga, and then going to your altar and starting to chant if you don't want to chant then go into meditation because you're already kind of calmed down so you can get into a meditative state like this so meditate um for as long as you possibly can uh i suggest to do it until you just snap out of it until you wake up but if you are on a time schedule as i am as most people are who work in the morning then uh you can set a light uh, a light a light timer not like somebody's gonna be like (coughs) but like i don't i don't know something something soft and nice uh and then it says find the right motivation so that is a great thing because why do you want to do it i don't know where i heard this but it's why do you want to cultivate the spiritual practice why do you want to do this for yourself why do you want to attain this self-actualization self-realization uh why do you want to practice spiritual practices why do you want to practice spiritual things why do you want it to become one with the divine so these are all great questions to ask yourself why do you even want to do this in the first place so i hope that gave you some insight guys um a little bit of my routine uh i know it's not very drastic i mean like my schedule is kind of weird um but i do have morning routine and then um, I do chant later in the evening, uh, and I do do my asana practice, and I study in the morning, so I'm still working on, I just said, you know, I just started, um, trying to create a good sauna for myself as I'm working myself back into routine, um, but again, this can all, this can all vary up to you depending on what you want to get out of your sauna, what you want to want to attain, what you want to achieve. If it's practicing asana, if it's meditation, getting more into a meditative state, um, chanting more, or just studying more, doesn't matter. So, anyways, guys, thank you so much for listening. I hope this helped. I hope you can start your sadhana now or your spiritual practice, whatever it is that you want to do, um, getting into the journey. If you are just starting off on the path, hold on, I'm going to suggest you, 
I think it's episode 10. Episode 10. <laughs> Sorry, I had to make a song about it. Hi, Haku. Mwah. She's sitting right in front of the microphone. I wish she could meow. Say hi, Haku. Say hi. She's not doing anything. Okay, so... What is it? Episode... It is episode 11. Season 1, episode 11 of the podcast. And... Oh, no. Sorry, that's not even it. Oh, my gosh. Don't listen to me, guys. Don't listen to me. Hold up. Hold up. Wait a minute. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, episode 17. Episode 17. I knew it wasn't episode 11. I was like, that's too early in the season. Episode 17, guys, if you are starting off on your spiritual journey, check out that, check out that, um, check out that episode and then you could follow up with this one. I mean, you already heard this one, but kind of pretend that you heard episode 17 first. <laughs> um, and also the one that I mentioned before, episode 11, I think it's season two, episode 11. Um, that seems too soon for me. Uh, but I guess I just didn't write season two on it. I don't. Actually, no, it could make sense because you know what? Episode 17 is still season one. So episode 11, uh, is a book and recommendation book list for people just starting off. If you want to read, it's more towards the end. The last 15 minutes of episode 11 is a book list. Uh, and then episode 17 is for beginners and things I think beginners should know when starting off on the spiritual path or journey. So that was it for this week, guys. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, feel free to reach out to me on Instagram. My Instagram is Natalia of Earth, N-A-T-A-L-I-A of Earth. And I have a blog if you want to check that out. I write blog posts every Monday and sometimes randomly during the middle of the week. It's the writings of natalia.wordpress.com, but you can find that link on my Instagram as well. Uh, I also finally just got the vision board uh, video up. If you guys want to see that, it's on YouTube. My YouTube is World of Natalia. All of these links are on my Instagram or on my website, which is the blog. Um, but World of Natalia, if you want to check that out on YouTube. I just did a video on making a vision board that took me over a month to actually create the video because I've been having so many freaking editing problems. It's not even funny. Um, so thank you for your patience, guys. Don't really expect another video anytime soon. Um, I'm going to start trying to work on a writing project. So if I put any videos up, it's not going to be uh, anything crazy, just probably something I want to put out there, but I'll probably be live streaming maybe more now and uh i'm gonna be working on some projects so anyways thank you so much guys i love you and i hope you enjoy the rest of your week and i hope everything that good that's ever supposed to happen to you happens to you honestly i really do uh and i'll close this off with a verse from the down This is from verse, let's see, verse 19. I like this verse. Give up sainthood, renounce wisdom, and it will be a hundred times better for everyone. Give up kindness, renounce morality, 
and men will rediscover filial piety and love. Give up ingenuity. 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 There you go. (laughs) Give up ingenuity. Renounce profit. And bandits and thieves will disappear. These three are outward forms alone. They are not sufficient in themselves. It is more important to see the simplicity, to realize one's true nature, to cast off selfishness and temper desire. <laughs>